Blog Talk Radio. Smoke Rules Radio, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, Episode 42. Take it, Rick. <laughs>
go, Mary Jane, fading out. Bringing in California, lighting up a good, warm fatty, the Jack Hare Initiative, bringing the knowledge worldwide to the people. This is Smoke Rules Radio, rocking episode 42, Bluntastic, rock that stuff, roll it up, smoke it up, light it up, inhale, do mm. that, bring it straight through, what a wild, wild time, this narrator, first on the microphone, running through the rant, be the man, the one and only, Jason of the Isaac Brodsky, the fertilizer, the herbalist, bring it straight through, Coming through, just, oh, uh, some yumminess. Coming back from a hemp expo-ness. And that was pretty wild. Like, especially if you got the fat roll, is it really, really wild. Like, you can actually, like, get a few things there. <laughs> Start your own dispensary, per se. You know, buy all these, all these things. And, like, oh, man. You're nice. Edibles, fantastic. Smokables, I mean, these things are just beautiful. It's awesome. It's like, oh. And what we've got to do is, I mean, there's samples. And I love to drive and smoke. It's sometimes like driving and eating a lot of edibles, and I really got to focus. And it's like, pull over and take a nap. You know, just sometimes, you know, you can get to where you need to get, just that ultimate, like, divine focus. You can fall. Some of these edibles, they are quite heavy. Way different than smoking. Like, oh my gosh. Because they last. They go through the digestive system. <laughs> Keep you happy for a while. Some dissolve right away. Some are bound to food. They go through the digestive system. Oh, it's a lot of things. So so there's, there's legislation going down about people hurting themselves while smoking. A lot of people aren't thinking about, like, consuming cannabis. And it's honestly, it's need, we need to take precautions ourselves, be knowledgeable. Like, we even put signs up at some of these fairs, like, hey, if you eat a bit much ganja goods, go, go take a nap first, uh, or, or call a taxi, or have some friends that drive or something. Because, uh, and you get smoking it, it's, you really can't absorb that much right through the lung. You can get bam, just wham, but it only gets absorbed through the lung that way. Whereas through the mouth, whoa, you can take all sorts of things that the body just like kicks out through phlegm or it gets burnt up through vaporization. Um, and the body just reacts so wonderfully. Just loving the edibles. They're good. Oh my gosh, are they good? Fantastic. We just got to get some some care taken when people, because, you know, I, I worry some. You know, we got a lot of people 
they're attending this huge festival. There's so much like edible edibles like everywhere, and it's just like, oh man, I indulge this hardcore, loving it. It was fantastic, and it's just like because I was just a lot tired and a lot of focus had to go into driving. Like I drive like wild roads, like Highway 17 curves. Like roads are you know super curvy, and like. Hey. It's like the uh the uh, the being tired. So you know, it's the thing is there's not like rest stops everywhere. The closest rest stops we can find are some twenty four hour places, you know, or or just like sneak into some other parking place no no one's paying attention to and try to get a few hours of sleep or something. Because that's what society needs, like a way to, you know, open up, you know, places to rest and relax and not worry about stuff, you know, just be like, oh, okay, you're, you crashed out in your car or whatever, you know, so what, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing, I'm, I'm in my car, I'm not bothering you, you're not bothering me, hopefully, uh, Hopefully things uh, they work out okay, you know. <laughs> hmm. So I, I just jump with it, I roll with it, I just try to make fun with it, and I uh, try to exist. And that's just everybody, you know. And everybody gets affected differently too. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm like a cancer survivor, where it's like I'm just running down that that conundrum of possible like death at some point but still kicking and just rocking yet I have parts like you know different surgeries or whatever and so there's different like pains and such that are like turned off you know and so I just I'm not worried about it I can't do anything about it <laughs> you know so it's just all turned off but, I, but perhaps the cannabis just like gives you the ultra relax and it gives me the ultra relax. And I definitely, uh, you know, get, get, get pulled over and get, get my nap on, you know, because that's important. You know, get your rest on. It's in part, we're parting hard, you know, these 420 festivals. We want to be careful out there because we're not careful. They just become a statistic. Just somebody's like, oh, man, they got in an accident because they were stoned. Or something, right? Because they were stoned. What do you think about them apples? Huh? What do you think about them apples? Because they were stoned. What's going on here? Bam. Bam, bam, bam. You about to do, to do. So, yeah, just working and making the world happen. You know, because we're, everything's just trying to interfere. Everything's trying to get in the way. Everything else wants to be first in line. You don't want to jump out there and do their thing. You got to make sure that you're safe, you know, first. To be able to make it out there, to be on first line. 
because we get these vehicles, and vehicles are dangerous things, real freaking dangerous things. And people that have not been driving for a good amount of years, at least, you know, and I don't know, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, I'm just, I'm not a younger kid, I'm not like a 16-year-old kid right now, you know, I mean, I could bait you, I could find some 16-year-old kids, drop hella dabs, hit some crazy turns on a four-wheel drive, cross-country, and also drive the speed limit on the freeway around the turn, or something, you know, (laughs) so it's, it's for for everything where everyone can do it, because they've been practicing, and I was like, man, Go! Oh, I just know it's just like some of these CBD foods. I love them so much. We gotta, we gotta find a way to relax. You know, for sure. And driving, that that gets to be something. Cause I really value driving, so it's, I take take a lot of thought into wanting to be safe and things I notice in my world. Where how can I be safer? How can I make it so I get to live longer because I, I, you know, was a little more careful or something? It's like smoking a smoking a joint while driving. I mean, you know, Big Lebowski pretty much showed you all the thing, dropping it in his lap, like burning himself, so like hitting a tree. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Circle the joint. Like, come on. Like, that. It's like, oh my gosh. It's people's. Has to be paying attention. You know, some people find smoking herb helps them pay so much more attention when driving. Focus in, zen in, just like, do their own, like, air traffic control. Every car or plane, doo, 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 doo. they're just so stone baked, lifted. They're still able to process pretty well. So you know, everybody has their things they balance, and I, I don't get to eat ganja food every day. Yeah, <laughs> I know it does. Like, whoa, dude, even. Alcohol makes me tired too. Like that's got hops in it. But at some point, when you start to eat ganja food, you get to a point where you just keep eating it, and it's like doesn't get stoned anymore. Like oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that first, first night of like eating as much ganja food as you can. To get you to the second day, you know, the first day, like, eating ganja food, you don't really want to drive. The second day eating ganja food, you know, not really anything, because you've already gone through the echelon, you know, you're already walked into the temple of wonderful pain, relaxation. You've You've woken up into a nice, painless day. Right, this year you already you already do 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 because you know when the when the body sits there it feels the gunge and it wants to get into the wants to get into that relaxed state you know get the whole body going 
to some people, you know, they get tired, and I get tired sometimes with eating some pot food. <sighs> sometimes I get, like, energetic, you know, especially the second day. You eat a whole bunch of pot food one day, and the second day, you're out there, or the third day, you know, just, and you got to keep that rhythm. And you give it a break. It's like to get back on that horse again, it's still like that first day. Whoa, heavy stuff. Oof. How much was in that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> I like that. It even smoke it up, man. Throw it up, dude. Put it on in. Let me see. This. Use your tongue. Use your tongue.
not to insult the 14-year-olds and the 12-year-olds and the 10-year-olds and the 8-year-olds, you know, not to insult you guys, but you're new being consumers, so society says not to educate y'all in what cannabis is until you end up stealing your big brother's little brownie treats or Rice Krispie treats or hash or whatever Big Brother is messing with, you're having it. You know, it's, it's just part of growing up in life. These things are around us. So the acceptance is needing to be more universal. Not as much like that there's different cultures and so we have to devise ourselves in the same land with all these different cultures that like barely but interact with each other at Safeway or markets or whatever kind of place. Who knows? Yeah, these uh, places where people come together to purchase things from their usual circles. And that's really wonderful. That's a way for people from all different cultures to get in, to get together, to bump into each other, to talk to each other, to have opportunities to grow, to expand one's world in two different ways, right? In the way of each participant from a different culture. So it's like such a win and a win situation. It's people like learning about each other. That's the funnest part. We're all so diverse and so different. I, I don't know what we are. Nobody really knows what we are. We've given ourselves a name. I think <laughs> our purpose to enjoy life, to, to to bring smiles, to to do to do what we see needs to get done, to be like such a sentient creatures because of our intelligence we understand how we affect the world around us and therefore is our duty to retroactively heal the environment it's our duty because look at how we've hurt this place all these creatures all this land and we're still making more places for people to live and it's beautiful, but how do we know what we're building on? How do we know our buildings are really helping people? How can we change the way we build things to not harm the world below? Yeah? I mean, like, we're not flying in the air. We don't got that, you know, we just fly. Sure, we can't do that, but we can figure out other ways to let more than than mathematical manicured foliage direct 
nature, right? Like all the nature that grew up here, that's evolved here, that survived from one construction effort to the next in whatever location, I don't, what have you, I have not, I do not know. Luckily, they have survived and What kind of nature do they have? The nature they grew up in? Not exactly. So it's really important to try to figure out as a society to bring the nature back as much as possible. As much as possible. Like to open up everything to be growing how we build things, they should be like the trees on the roof. We need to we need to make our, our humanity more organic. You know, electronic does not mean inorganic exactly. Like there's like electronic is electron. And so that's that's what's shooting around with all our nerve impulses, all these vibrations, all these worlds, all these happenings going on very similar to the electronics that we create. So as is above, so is below. And in our sense, so below are the computers we're building because we're making them as close to ourselves as possible. To help figure out ourselves? I don't know. Maybe to help catalog ourselves? To... To find... Clues we weren't... We didn't know to look for. Basically. Help us find things we didn't know to look for that we've been blind to. And a computer figures stuff out. Like especially like one that like looks deep into things and has people work for it, obviously. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta have some, you gotta feed it data. And feeding it giant tomes of information can be point is all pointless unless it contains the information you need. So a lot of things have to be best guessed and that hardly ever works out. So as we're as we're still going on creating all our creations in the smallest of devices, unable to put them on stone, carved for a long time. Like you carve that stuff, it's gonna last, right? Well. What's a data cube going to do for you? Huh? You tell me. 
What's the data cube going to do for you? I have no idea. Data cubes. The data cube. What's it going to do for the future when the devices to read the data cube are obsolete? How much important old data, though, on five and a quarter inch floppies? Sitting there in the shoebox, tucked away. Technology. Technology has only proved that it can steal your personal data and destroy it. putting all of humanity's information into electrons that require a large infrastructure to uphold the transfer of information. Now, you know, disasters aside, you know, there's little cubes of information cubes at whatever time the Yellowstone does its thing. The humanity is, we're, we're trapped in this, in like being blind and dumb and misunderstood and misunderstanding and young and ignorant and forceful and beautiful and dangerous and disastrous and hopeful and hopeless enthralling, encouraging, energized, excited, enigmatic, masagorical all these fantastic things and negative things, we all are at the same time. What a really interesting, you know, mix of what a human believes he or she is. What am I? And smoking my joint helps me ponder in that area. In a spiritual journey a lot of people are taking, an opening begins a little with smoking some joints to help relax, to get away from some of the difficulties of things. To be with people you can fight in. To be in a place where you feel open. And accept it. Even if by oneself finding a good place for this show with some good flashing eye candy, 
vehicles moving around. I looked for some airplanes earlier, but I felt like I was just too close to the danger zone. Sitting at the bottom of like an airport, just watch the planes go off. They they weren't going off like machine gun though. That's what I was expecting like airport heaven like every thirty seconds <laughs> right above you. There's another one. <laughs> And there's another one. <laughs> like, I was on the taking off part. But I guess there's different areas you gotta find. I mean, there really should be, like, sitting room, like, chairs, at a place where, like, where planes take off. You just sit there. Or park your car and just stare at things. I have a little enclosed windproof smoking wing. Uh, that would be nice. Now that's getting high. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 in the sky. That's my name. I'm at sky high. I'm broad sky. What whatever whatever the broad means, I just busted in this way and that. But yeah, and this dude's mission on cannabis trying to figure out different strings, different movements, because each place there's different viewpoints. Different attitudes, so many places, so many counties. This man be seen reinventing the wheel, doing stuff over and over, slightly different, slightly this, making more rules than really need to be made. Like, how do we help people get over this not in my backyard situation? I'm sorry not in my neighbor's backyard because the other thing not in my backyard that's that's really means my neighbor's backyard doesn't it I guess so but I like the term not in my neighbor's backyard because that's truthful to the whole dilemma it's like they can't have a toxic, toxic nuclear waste dump site next door and I'm like, man, I feel you. And they're like, they can't grow 150 plants next door? Bro, I, I'm with them, man. I, I want people to be able to have the right to go their 99, each person. It's, it's a right to grow. And 99, it's simple. It's not too hard to do. I mean, it is to keep them up because who will be starting at ni- <clears throat> at 99 and you don't end at 99. No. 
there's the other males, there's the other this, there's the other that. So a lot of it, I mean, unless you're going clones, seedlings kind of stink because you got to have more because the males. And there was a, one of these little classes I sat in on at the hemp conference where I, I brought up, do, uh, do the males put off gases to the females to keep them from, uh, from hermaphroditing and to encourage their growth, it turned out. They, uh, <clears throat> he uh, was saying having a, a hermaphrodite in a HEPA filter chamber room uh, not a hermaphrodite, but a male. It uh, it got the females to be more more robust, more just like mm. more just like, rah, 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 rah. yeah. This this guy he he grew a few things. He definitely did. Um, so that's really interesting. I I don't know how to do that outdoors so easily, but it's it's still possible. You know, just the output of it or something out underneath the plant, the female plant. You know, like a tube of air. <coughs> Tubes of air from the male. <laughs> Tubes of air from the male. The male's armpits. Come, little girls, smell my armpits. Ooh, it smells so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As plants are uh, amazing creatures. And we we are creatures that thrive when we find our natural balance, our cyclical balance, our circle. And being half of the yin, finding the yang. That's like, that's like extra special. That's like the the male is probably going off too, even stronger thinking. He's like, yeah, but it's, what you do, it's like putting an air condom over the male plant, but it could breathe. So you put the air condom over the male plant, and it, we could still heal the girls. And it's just like, yeah. It's like, oh, it flexes even more. And then put out whatever gases to get the girls go, ooh, whatever, you know, you girls do. And then, bam, there goes cycle. And then you get even more chronic, catonic, bionic pot. More just wild stuff. And that's, oof, that's pretty cool. Jesus used a HEPA filter. So that's, uh, that's pretty simple because, the the pollen's not too tiny, but it is freaking tiny. <laughs> Super tiny, for sure. And so, uh, making sure the uh, the pollen doesn't uh, make it uh, out there under the females, <laughs> but just the, just the gases of the male. That's that's just awesome. You discuss among yourselves. Yes, please discuss. Discuss among yourselves. 
that's good. Yeah. All right. So here tonight, we've got uh, wild and crazy things going on. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory has gotten it just rocking and doing it going because we, we put extra strong turpentine into the bong. We just hit it. We just made it happen. Just went, oh. Yeah. And we got literally in a space rocket and shot off. Because everyone knows they've got to have such a THC and cannabinol count in your blood to survive outer space. I mean, nobody knows this yet, but everyone will know this. And that's why you inject THC into the blood and space. Because it protects from ultraviolet radiation, along with other wild stuff. And it feels really good, and it helps with the bone loss and helps with muscle regrowth. So it's uh, smoking herb in space is where it's at. Like, you know, if you're getting orbital, you want to, like, tell people, be like, yo, orbital sashi, sash, sash, shao. What are you doing? Oh, you know me. I'm just getting orbital getting around, and it's getting zero G, zero G, baby, and so right now, we're working on a micro project to get a space station to go up to uh, outer space and uh, grow marijuana, and people will consume marijuana and uh, listen to classical, techno and music of their choice, live, by artists shipped in, um, in this environment. And we will be studying the effects of cannabis in space. The, uh, the list is already filling up. We are still looking for the first venture capitalist and the board of directors to come to fruition. But so far, there's been an amazing interest. Having invented it in the last 30 seconds, I'm really excited. And you can come back to Earth. Oh, yes. You can come back to Earth. We want you to come back to Earth because it's easier study people on Earth than in space. It's proven financially, like really easier. You ship these machines that go beep up there, they're heavy. You know, they don't make them light if they go beep. So I don't know, there's the people going to Mars. If Mars is like, eh, don't worry. We got you covered, bro. All we ask is that you do try to do some treadmill, you know, and there you go. Try to stretch or something. You know, 
We can't force you to do like a health routine, but there's got to be some kind of like blood movement, and we'll supply the Walkman. We'll hook you up. Yeah. And like the food would be just fantastic. Growing hemp seed, zero G hemp seed. Oh my gosh! In like the the room where they where they. Oh my gosh, where they open up, oh my gosh, where they like pull in like the sun, the real sun, the unadulterated sun, just sun just comes in, strongest UV up against THC, oh oh my Right? The higher you grow, the higher the THC content because THC fights ultraviolet rays. So, oh wow. And the THC from the sun through where they have to do some kind of filter or a very, very humid environment. But these plants would grow so fast and create the most amazing nugs. You just got to keep it really moist, I believe. Because <laughs> they'll cook them otherwise. Uh, wow. And obviously, temperature controlled, but moist. Because photosynthesis loves the sun. And a nice hot day with some nice strong leaves. I mean, different, gotta try different strains. In outer space, in outer space, there are no rules. In outer space, Smoke Rules Radio, episode 542. Wow. I'm out here with the new vaporizer. You just look at it and you get stoned. This episode 542, Smoke Rules Radio. There's no more roads left. We all fly. I'm in the sky right now. I'm looking at the most amazing garden I have ever seen. This man says he found his granddaddy's great-great-granddaddy's seeds of marijuana that he put in honey and buried away in the backyard. And he found them. And he grew them. And this man is now really wealthy. Let's look at what he's growing. They call this a sativa. It's the most beautiful plant one would ever see. Then an indica. And a ruderalis. All these fantastic different types of plants that were so long lost to 
man because of the genetic seed wars of those dark years. The seed wars where we lost Earth and Earth lost her plants because One company owned all the seeds and it was found corrupt that it had genetically engineered every single seed and destroyed every original seed. Nothing was the same. Now we get to grow cannabis in outer space Episode 542. My great, 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 great granddaddy. He like, yeah. He started the stuff. And I just talked about the herb, how getting it legal, galactically, off planet, is important. Now that we found the herb again, we got to bring it around to all the planets in the humanoid system. Bring the seed to the human. And the human will learn how valuable the seed is. The human will learn through experience through manifestation, through experimentation, through just like common sense. Like, wow, this plant is handy. Let's make some more of them. Let's make a lot more. So that's one of the first crops that we grew was the cannabis. Other things too, I imagine. Goji berries. Those were found in Arizona. Growing there. And they're slightly different. But like how they migrate over to there. Like humans can be eradicated off the planet or a lot of creatures Breathing creatures can be eradicated off the planet, but plants cannot be easily eradicated off the planet. I mean, except by people mowing them down. But, like, breathing creatures, they can be eradicated. Pretty simple. 300,000 years ago, one woman left. Like, that's one heck of a catastrophe. Worldwide. I don't, I don't know how to how that stuff went down. You know, in other times, 70,000 years ago, volcano, like, there's things that have hurt humanity. So, like, we don't know how long we're going to be here. we got to make our mark. we got to leave information for the future to let them know what life was like, right? What was life like? There's all these some information, <laughs> you know, 
This this is life in the times of the cannabis rhyme. And so we just throw it down. Throw down something. We shoot towards towards the interesting factor. Or not. I don't know. I I don't have like this big giant script. I just really want to talk about the driving thing because I I found myself that uh, it uh, it's important to uh, to get that rest. And driving is important. And it's like find ways to to get that rest. You know. If you want to live to eat another brownie, right? We want to live. So let's uh, let's rock. Let's see if this uh, this little track from a buddy Jesse Jabberjaw up in the up in the mountains of Santa Cruz. Just check this one out. Come down the track. Track to the Zach Zach. Back back boo. Dude, boom, boom, boom. Well, I was kicking back, but you know what? Yeah. 
doesn't matter cause you know it's to the, to the, to the time for the time, yeah. You wanna pant to the style, them uh, You wanna pant to the style, them uh, uh, Give them what they want because you know they want more. Give them what they want, you're gonna tell you love the score. Never try to make up on the thing you what you need. Uh. Give them what you want until your eyes are complete. Uh. Give them what you need till my heart complete. Taking on my knees while I get the pants If you do the style, I can't you know it's real. Uh. Give them what they want because you know it's for real. Uh. Give them what you want because you know it's not feeling. Every time you know they're gonna meditation, I ain't 
for people to follow after and do this right. You get 99 plants for the people. And just keep it rocking. Real simple. Jack Hare Initiative, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. We're going worldwide because people are suffering everywhere. Right now, people are dying because they were just looking for cannabis. <clears throat> They're dying because someone put this spice in their cannabis. People put this stuff inside their smoke and they're dying. You know, the spice synthetic is horrible, evil synthetic marijuana. People are smoking that and it's making them sick. They're ending up in the hospital even. Some some reported deaths too. So we to be careful of that synthetic stuff because it, it just messes with you. You know, they have it all like chemically dialed in to mess with certain t- parts of the brain while uh, giving you the effect of cannabis at the same time. So it's um, so it's a, a little bit of the information I had heard about that, but it's uh, it's a bad one. Please don't buy any spice. I know out there in the world it could be hard to find some real green, but please don't buy any spice. Here in California, we're like, ah, we're, we're just used to having green. But that's like, that's pompous of us compared to the rest of the country, the rest of the planet. For us, we're like, oh man, we got green, we got dispensaries, we got no worries. Until like 2018, <laughs> then a lot of dispensaries can be fined considerably and closed because they're not buying from the distributor. You know, even the distributor has to do their in-house checking. Man, it's a sad, sad day, January 1st. But let's see, let's see how it goes. Let's see how many dispensaries can stand up. I'd like to see that. I remember I I did a a list once of all these dispensaries in the Los Angeles area to go and, uh, you know, vend with or do stuff with. And just mapping them all out, like putting dots on the map before there was an online version of that. It was just like uh, a page... Scan it in? No, I didn't scan it in. I don't know. I just had this book. Somehow, I got on the computer and I had a whole bunch of lists of clubs in LA. Like, all right, go hit them all. <laughs> the thing that happens is a lot of them get closed. And not as often as it's due because they're not selling pot, it's because different ordinances come in and just close them down. Oh, sorry. Bam. Um, being able to have bank accounts, their entire bank account just disappears because they had it in a dispensary or cannabis name. And when the bank saw the name of it, they were like, oh, this is so-and-so dispensary? Oh, this is a special account. You know, just like, 
Take care, Fed. This is money you can just come and steal at any moment. <laughs> That's some good things I learned about uh, about creating a delivery service out there. Is just creating a. Oh, yeah, you know, actually, I got some notes from that. That's good to jot things down, you know. Just like th- throw ideas, ideas together. Ideas are good. Just you hearing like good people with like good uh, good crackings going on. You know that been working uh got to love that. We were talking about state ID cards, too, where a lot of Poe are adamant about having that state ID card instead of just like a cannabis club card, you know? So, I, uh, Definitely took that home. Uh, creating, having an accountant help as opposed to an attorney also came up. The accountant is also due diligent on their expenses. Attorneys, you know, just keep racking up stuff. <laughs> um, that was a good one. Yeah. Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, don't don't have marijuana in your name. And also in California, you can name your whatever, whatever, under some fictitious name, something. Um, <clears throat> have multiple names for the same business. So you name it one thing and then name it another. If it's, it's got to be like Bob's Buds, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we hear you sell under Bob's. Buds and try to get like a checking account with that. <laughs> Let alone like other tax ID stuff and, and just uh just you know, just serving home home I think he said home health care products was uh was what he was selling, home health care products. So to get your own delivery service going, it's real simple. You know, there's things to get going. It's not exactly a dispensary per se, but as a, a delivery service, that's uh, that's pretty tight. You know, get that dialed in. Get it, get her, get it rocking. You know, make make things happen, and you know, to meet people first beforehand. And check out their paperwork and uh, document it and what have you. You know, it's uh, due diligence 
You're just covering yourself because it's a it's a legal trade as uh, being patient and patient. So, say the uh, yeah, the medical industry is trying to take it from us. It's trying to take our ability to sell herb to each other. Like, no, you can't you can't buy your buddy's herb anymore or you can't go over to a mart and go buy a pound of herb, you know, on your own. You know, a different kind of mart. You know, it's a non provisioned something. You know, a non sanctioned meeting of marijuana vendors. Right? So my security is going to have a machine gun and they can be hidden. <laughs> right? Shit, dude. They just be like, you have a few hundred pounds in that room, people be walking around. The entrance is like $4,000. You got to buy on something or something, you know? And just go out there. Okay, we got 160 packs of this. We got 120 packs of that. All right, we hook you up. Right? And just, just get the packs going. I mean, then, of course, you know, a mart like that with, with other high end ballers. Definitely like, hey, we got the Fidel Castro's, all the potheads at one festival with their massive amounts of canache. But actually, I wouldn't have the, the SARS there. You know, send, send your workers with the samplers and the basics. Because you don't, someone's like, I need 20, 20 packs or 120 packs. That doesn't really happen like instantaneously. It takes a minute. And so that right there, those sales are going to be hindered upon as that's still considered illegal. And so the federal government is still chasing all other types of sales, especially that are over, they're larger. Because the rest of the world is loving the California herb. Loving it. Oregon, loving our herb. You know, Colorado, like, wow. What are you guys doing that's so right? Okay? It's the wild, wild west of herb growing right now. And so you get the paperwork, and you get everything in line, and in theory, there's nothing that can get you on. But, you know, there's always going to be, oh, you didn't claim everything. Uh, you say this weighed this much, but it weighed this much. And it's just like, screw that seed to sale bullshit. Because is it gonna, does it actually have the software that is the weight difference of the bud? during the curing process, during the drying process, then during the curing process, the weight difference. Because, like, oh, boy. 
see the sail is in town. And they want to know everything that's coming around. Want to bring it all. Want to know every aspect of how your pie is cut up. How your seed that you purchased is becoming a sale. But the thing is, obviously, the groups that came up with this term, seed to sale, do not grow marijuana. Because it's not seed. It's clone. I mean, yeah, it's seed sometimes. I like seeds, yeah. But really, it's clone to sale. So if they're really doing seed to sale, then you just have to have the mother documented. And off that mother creates clones. And off those clones become another plant. So it's uh, it's so many layers of tracking progress. Is it beneficial? Did the product, was it safe? You know, I, I I don't know what all the vectors, like every last vector you can think about, measure it and catalog it. You know, you have like little robot grow, and the robot plays like Beatles and Alanis Morissette to it all day long. Beatles, Alanis Morissette, all day long. No, so, I don't know. The world is funny. The world is classic. The world is judgmental. That's for sure. I can't say the world doesn't mean to be. Like, everything needs to judge its surroundings for safety. But it's, you know, it's doing things that, oh, this person does things differently than I do. This person is smoking a joint in a parking lot, oh no, danger, you know, it's, you know, it's what is the stigmata that still goes around, you know, that's still here about cannabis, about marijuana, where it's like the hidden acceptance, where it's like you'll accept it, but only if you wrap a towel around its head and force it to not speak in public, right? That's what they want of cannabis, is how, you know, some women are treated in some countries. You know, wrap a towel around your head, and don't speak in public. Right? Like, hide it, and don't speak. And that's how society is. Society's very, I want to say druggish, uh, but judgmental right now is the best term I can think of. You know, where it's like we've been told that to just say no so long that it just judge everybody on that constantly and then just snicker or sneer at them. 
in the group so other people in the group think you're on the same path. But really, everyone in the group has had their whatever, their, they've been messed around with their prescriptions, their whatever psychedelics, whatever drugs. It, oh, no, it's these sleeping medication, they're, they're good for me, you know, they, they help me sleep. You know, whatever, <laughs> whatever gets, gets them all freaking bonkers, all pointing the finger at other people. Oh, my, my mate is, is the only thing I take. You know, I'm getting all whacked off that stuff. There's so many things out there that really end, energize the person and change our state of mood that we call drugs. That's our term for them, drugs. So... What, you know, so everything drugs are bad, but then we say we go, what about like our Advil? Lots of Advil's not good. Tylenol, I don't know, Tylenol can't kill you, from what I heard. Um, uh, cough syrup, uh, all, all these other things that are quote unquote drugs that are made chemically engineered to affect us one way or the other these drugs all all are after the fact of cannabis cannabis has been around here long before any of this Prozac crap we've made any of it before any of this has been around Cannabis has been there for humankind. Cannabis is there from the start, from the get-go. Helping humanity ascend to a relaxed consciousness, this experience. We don't know what it is, but we're excited about it. Like right now, we've gotten humanity to be so overwhelming with cars and buses and trains planes and devices and information and connections. There's so many ways to connect to people and different games that people play, uh, video games or, or physical games, uh, exercises, all these things, movies, eating, so many different ways in, to eat, places to eat, all these different diversions to keep us occupied. So it being that it's impossible to go on every adventure is like being grateful for the adventures I'm on right now. You know, the adventures I've had, the adventures I will have. I'm grateful and happy that I am myself and I accept myself as me. And that's what everyone should do, accepting oneself regardless of the portfolio you know, so what if someone has a portfolio, it's got this, it's got that, it's got this, but it's really the self-worth, the invisible portfolio is what lightens the soul, this invisible portfolio that we have that helps us 
find our karmic okay or whatever that is, you know, our 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 happy zen with the world. You know, we've we've got to somehow be there now and present in everywhere we're at, and not go in with loaded thoughts and loaded ideas and overwhelm people with thoughts and ideas. We've got to be ourselves. And that's really what everyone's got to do, be it a, the tree cutter talking to the uh, the tree sitter, you know, finding ways to be super Buddhist then and communicate with people that meet that are adversaries. Because a lot of times adversaries, one of their favorite excuses is the other side is arguing. The other side is yelling. The other side is adamant. Aggressive. I know adamant. You can't say adamant. But aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So, got to be calm and collected and understand that talking to a person, there is no one person that can really make anything happen. It's the groups of people over and over that can make things happen, drop little ideas. Because talking to one person, no one's going to walk up and say the awesomest idea to someone and change their life. That's not how it works at all. I've never seen I've never seen that. You know, it's like I'm gonna come share the Austin's idea with you and you're gonna change your world and focus it in this direction, you know what I'm saying? Just change everything. And it's just like, well, that's a huge leap to suddenly just go from day in, day out cannabis consumer to being a cannabis activist. To being someone that tries to pay attention to what's happening in the cannabis world and that gets up and stands about it and talks about it and understands the dangers that are around us, around all of us. Because cannabis is not legal. We want to think it is here in California. It is not exactly legal. You get a recommendation, you don't get a prescription. And the doctor's like, yeah, dude, I'll recommend you walk two miles every day. Don't get me wrong, it's not a bad recommendation. But that recommendation, you do not have to go get a card for. It's like, hi, I need to get my card for the, my doctor's note for the recommendation to, to walk two miles. And if they catch you walking two miles in the morning, mind you, it's tough in the morning, you get cited or arrested for walking because you didn't have your doctor's recommendation with you. So it's it's stuck in this really sad, sad loop of medical world 
malarkey, mumbo jumbo, where it's like, oh, well, cannabis is only medical. It's not recreational. It's like, what do you mean? The system heads that be are wanting to make it tougher and tougher. And so that's what that's what they're paid for to do by the pharmaceuticals because the pharmaceuticals are experimenting with cannabis now. They're experimenting with genetically engineered cannabis and different ways to utilize the THC molecule into their own hybrid super heal growth anti-pain whatever the pharmaceutical companies are working on their genetic regrowth that probably uses something from the cannabis plant that they figured out that eventually someone will figure it out but if we make it illegal people won't put the two together <laughs> oh man cannabis itself is so beautiful in how many ways she helps us it's like she was designed by our designers and creation designing us however you designed us thank you because whatever says design creation something created creation so it's this long long mess of stuff going on that uh brought us to this universe right here. It's a beautiful land, let, let alone the long mess of the years of prohibition. The cannabis users have been breaking free since, um, I don't know when the first like cannabis like movie was, but it had to be kind of 70s or late 60s-ish, where people started like saying, hey, we got to make some movies and such about cannabis, it's really important because people people got to know, you know? And so that, let's, say, let's just say the beginning of the 70s, that 30, 45 years ago, the first cannabis liberation videos were starting. Or maybe even before that. I mean, I don't even know what the exact documented because a lot of history is hidden from us. They had their reefer madness generation where they were just keeping cannabis from the people as uh, the reason being uh, hemp and hemp being such a fantastic fabric. That stuff is just banned. I like that. And it's just sad that the farmers accepted the crop that they're growing, this hemp crop, to be banned and to be like outlawed. You know, they didn't consider it the same thing as this cannabis, but they were two in the same. Hemp and cannabis are the same plant. And it's just such a weird thing that got pulled over the veil of society that people were able to accept this. And, I mean, I don't, don't accept it. I think that's bogus. We should not be accepting this any longer it's real important that we take care of ourselves that we take care of our natural right to safe access of our chosen natural 
medicinal for whatever purpose for medicinal purpose constantly or medicinal purpose regularly or partially or super occasionally for whatever reason right people should be allowed to grow cannabis in quantities of their choice I believe in their choice out of the 99 plants that will that will stay for a few years and then there'll be a lot of corporations that are moving in they're really trying to lock people out so during this whole corporate takeover what's what's the next step because there's way more money than the good that bad ideas have than good ideas right now and it's proven it's proven bad law 64 initiative 64 good idea but bad law you know what, what, what was it uh, big billionaire bad law or something there's some catchy phrase about you know when, when some rich people they want to support an initiative and so they throw like amounts of money at it and uh, uh, even more money at it and he's probably a fun guy to hang out with because he just like just throws money at problems and so it's just like you're like man we're, we're hanging out we're like dude the champagne is not cold he throws money at the problem and the champagne just materializes because he's probably got one of those Spock generators because the guy has cash money he can make anything happen you know they gotta give him like some due respect that he, he helped build some digital empires out there you know for sure This proposition is, is really hurting people. So we appreciate you trying. And you say the same thing to me, you know. Appreciate you trying. You got the money to push the vote. You know the people are blind. They'll vote for anything that says legalization because it's been brewing. It's been building up. Drop, drop a million on it. And you get the signatures like that. Well... The rest of the rest of the guard, real green guard, we're working on it. We're getting there, and we'll overturn things that are super freaking nutty and make better initiatives. Because California Cannabis Hemp Initiative is coming back in full force when people realize how messed up this thing is. It's like it messes with all existing growing operations and has so many like laws that harm people that it's just like people are not going to have a chance to even read this to read it, you know, at the voting booth. Let alone probably have read it beforehand. You know how how would you be able to read that thing if it's 60 
four pages. And I heard that they were suing some people for saying something about their disclaimer, their their little paragraph. They get to put 64 pages of draconian legislation in a paragraph, right? So, uh, they're suing about that. Jeez. But man, they know they're messing stuff up, so it's like, funny to even be talking about it. So, I don't want to talk about them messing up California anymore because the governor already messed things up with the AB 266. You know, what are we going to do in those regards? I mean, there's so many things that are awesome out there. I just want to just, like, throw, like, pot fests and have, like, pop musicians come up here and just talk about how awesome and high we all are, that the world is great and the women are beautiful and the guys are strong and awesome and animals are happy and jumping around and such. You know, it's what is the world about? You know, we want to be happy. Nobody get harmed. So how do we bring that to everyone? So that that's the endeavor. That's the venture. We gotta somehow de incriminate cannabis for starters and keep going. Because with the momentum there, we can make it far. We can make it oh rock steady. We can go we we can go the long mile. Long, long, long mile. Yes, yes, yes. Oof. Ooh la. So here, let's check out. We've got a list of demands written on the palm of my hand by Mr. Saul Williams. Really kick butt song. Um, if you turned up your speaker, you might want to lower it a little because this one comes in pretty hot. See how the buttons work today. Click, click.
echinacea buffering. We aim to remember what we choose to forget. God's sister baby and her diaper is wet. Call the police, I'm trapped in the Menagerie, 
JJC, Jamal Bajinadeo, Chong Chong Ching Taru, and all the other fantastic things. Rocking on the mic. I got a good percent, like sometimes your pot's only like 22% THC. Well, this show is more than 22% THC. <laughs> I'm not exactly like full like THC randomness. You know, the thread of the hemp is so strong. You weave it in with a lot of good things like hemp silk. That was a real hemp expo, by the way. I went to the hemp con. I didn't expect to see any hemp. I went to the Hemp Expo. Bam. But you know, at the Hemp Con, I just got to do a booth and just have a whole bunch of hemp stuff and sell it. And then be like, yo, I should get a discount because this says hemp and that says hemp. (laughs) Right? So, who knows? Rocking and rolling. Bringing it up. Hula and a hula hooping. Making the world rock. One button at a time. Uh, Rocking and rolling. Doing what needs to happen in the world. Sometimes you just got to reach out there and press some buttons, type some keys, put some things forward. Because we're all caught up in our own personal world easy because we're a person it's factual we're caught up in our own personal world that's just part of life and then next to that there's like other factors other people intertwined within these personal worlds so the world's already there's already no time available you know so it's I mean we make time for who and what we want. Specifically who. You know, it's the ones you care about. You really want to make time for them. You know, go, go hang out with them. That's, uh, you know, parents, family, really good friends. You know, it's, uh, it's good to spend time with people. It's like when you don't see people, or even talk to them for that matter. You know, it's like things are like, feel like they're like frozen in time. And then when you finally, you know, see people and families like, hey, cool. Things are going. People look older. <laughs> they're not eating their goji berries. They need to be eating their goji berries a whole bunch. It's goji, goji, goji. It's at least for a month, a whole bunch of goji berries. And their world will be a better world. Guaranteed. So even poo better. You know, you know, like a handful or two goji berries. And you'll have such nice, smooth, like, bowel movements. You're just like, oh. <laughs> They're good. You can, and you can smoke a joint while doing that and have a ganja brownie while doing Oh, that sounds good, too. Oh, my God. That sounds really good. Like you see, some sometimes you just got to chase down the energy, because the energy isn't always like easily readily available. So, goji berries definitely help. 
sometimes like the energy just isn't all the five hundred percent. You're like, oh man, but I'm human. I am human. <laughs> I am not all complete energy. I am phantasmagorical. Kentorki Menriki Tukasan. I don't know. Yeah, we get going. We're just having some fun. Okay. Having some fun. Having some fun. Um I'm just having some fun up on my rhyme, taking my time. I got the cannabis lime green with a little pipe. Legalize, yeah, let's do it tonight. Do what we can, get it all worldwide instantaneously. That's what I like tonight. Let's do it, all right? Let's all stand together because we can do it and fight. But they've got us separated, torn apart, this worn sweater. Oh, you stitch back together. Come closer, my brothers and sisters. Let you know we need you to help stitch us back together. Because we got to get real clever and get down. Because this is a real strong endeavor to help protect the green. Get down, yo. Get mean, get ill, get obscene. But we need to get the tea. Mmm, zah. Up is on it. Up's everywhere. People needs to be coming together. Figuring things out. Making mini groups. And saying, hey, we've got to get this stuff legalized. Right now. Because if we're not going to get it legalized, it's going to be more illegal by the moment. By the moment. Constantly. There's more laws going into effect tell you how you can grow how much and what all these ways to fit in this tiny little place tiny 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 you can grow your your plant that does not provide enough herb for the year or for your baking consumption and needs it's it's really quite simple you know, it's really, really, really simple. We help stand up for the plant now so we can have more pot later. Because if we don't stand up now, we're not going to have more pot later. Not at all. It's going to be so withheld, locked down. People have been trying to get legal for so long that finally when it starts to get legal the wolves the wolves here we go the wolves the hunt begins the wolves the paws chasing down the grows the hunt begins the wolves using their laws and their power to come down and hope and hold down the grower Watch them tower and hurt their animals. These wolves, these dogs, they've got their helicopter, they've got these hogs coming down from above and grabbing up our logs of green and ganja good. And they want to 
take California, yo, you got to be misunderstood that the law, that the law dogs are not writing the laws, y'all, so step back, y'all messed up with AB 266, it's going to disrupt the medical industry, it's going to be sick on charging so many people, up the yin-yang, yo, Jack Hare, CCHI, we're here to spring spring, y'all ray from that dismay, I'm going to let you know that today, we can see the future, A, it's so simple. It's like popping a pimple that's on the surface. You see it, it pops. You know, if you see a giant industry coming up, it's ballooning. It may or may not pop, but it's right there ready to go, and you see it, it's seen, it's known by the wolves, it's known by the hogs, the dogs, the bulls and bears, all the animals of the money industry and the health industry the freedom industry. So many different industries are aware of the cannabis bubble. They're all clawing at it. ah, Ripping it to shreds. And that's what's happening right now. As we get more people standing and talking about what's happening with cannabis right now worldwide and here in California. Because I know, as heck, I ain't reaching the millions of people that are going to be needing to vote against Prop 64. Because out of there, so many of them will actually talk to people about the fake legalization that's going on out there. I mean, I could throw stuff out there, but I know people be busy. That's that's what happens in the world. People be busy. So if we can just get the sound bite, the one awesome thing, inspiring word to say to people, we can just hope that it can be fished out of whatever one's saying. Because I'm not going to concentrate on one sentence to say to people. That's malarkey. you got to put sentences together. It's a big, giant soup, a stew of thoughts and pull out the things that you like that simmer the things you want to get more into saute some of them bring them back in oh yeah it's a good it's a good thought going on because out there cannabis Mary Jane she's all on her own that I know there's people trying to help her but the law dogs they be chasing her down and they be choosing who she gets to see. They be pimping her out. They're pimping Mary Jane. So if you want Mary Jane to just be whored out, prostituted out, just sold at outrageous prices, bludgeoned, 
abused, chosen what she could wear, what amount of THC perfume she can have, choosing how she gets packaged for the masses. That's that's someone that is in servitude. Mary Jane is not free. She's a slave to the system. Regardless of what people want to think about California, she's still a slave to the system. She can dance more here. That's true. But she's still a slave to the system. Help us free Mary Jane. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone out there, help us free Mary Jane because we care for, I hope you care for, everybody should care for Mary Jane. You know, if going after just the money, it'll last only so long. I mean, going after money and trying to cut other people out, you can fool a few, but you can't fool everybody. You know, however that whole saying goes. So if you fooling everyone just as long as they can get the initiative out there. But once the actuality, the realism of it happens, and they know there's no real party out there with money to counter these, except through guerrilla marketing. And, oh, we got the best guerrilla marketing. We're getting out there. CCHI and many other organizations up and down California are coming together to help fight Prop 64 in all different angles. Because, you know, sometimes we can at least get behind the common enemy. You know what I'm saying? That there's a common enemy out there, people. We come together and realize that we've got to get rid of the 64. So I can thank everybody rocking and rolling on I want, I want my thanks go out to the molecules. I want to thank the atoms. I want to thank the deltas and the nines, the T's, the H and C's, the tetrahydrocannabinols, the terpenes, them CBNs and their cousins, the CBJs. They haven't been vented the CBJ yet, but it's there. It's just super terped out. It's, it's real good. It gets you what you need. Give props out to the toll booth people and props out to anybody who has to put up with anybody else's bullshit all day long. You got my props. I wish everyone a good relaxing time. Much love and keep rocking. Help free Mary Jane from slavery. Free Mary Jane from slavery. Woohoo! Oh yeah. <laughs>